What are we calling this? The Free Cheese and Hot Sauce Podcast. Nightingales. Buckies or bookies? And I'm just trying to do better than I use. Speaking of crows. It's a kind of shame that you really just can't describe. No thoughts, chaps, no thoughts. All right. All right, we all good? Mm-hmm. Yep. Okay, hey, what's going on, Internet? You are listening to Free Cheese and Hot Sauce, the Chicago Bulls podcast. We are here. We are doing a pregame preview special edition for the Bulls and Golden State Warriors game on December 6th at 7 p.m. Central Standard Time. Uh, hey, I'm Chris. We have John. Say hello, John. Hey, Chris. It's been a while since I've been on. It has. It's been a while since I've even spoken to you. It's. I feel yeah. very. I feel wistful. I feel. I feel very distant from you, and it concerns me. I'm not gonna yeah. lie. We need what to bring said, it close. <laughs> what I said as well was there kind of like a Hannibal Lecter vibe to it. I feel yeah. like something was kind of weird. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Well, good. And also for the first time ever. Also said also twice. But uh, mm. we have who you may know from his fucking terrifying voicemails. Yeah. Suburban Sanity, a.k.a. I forget what you wanted to go by. Zach. Zach. Zach is the official name, I believe. I don't know. I think that's what my parents called me. But what's up, guy? What's up? Hey, free cheese and hot sauce. Yeah, you Suburban uh... Sanity. And we're here for the pregame show against the Dubs, my third favorite California team. I'm really excited I... about this one. I've got a question about those voicemails, not to completely yeah. get away from the topic, but are you on a morning radio show when you record this? Well, uh, I used to work for Tom Likas, who oh. uh, big talk radio guy here in LA, and he started a series of uh, internet music streams, and uh-huh. I used to host, I actually used to host morning shows every day for um, the indie stream, it was like we played indie music, and I, I played like this hipster character who was... Uh, too bored to to bother to like read what he was playing or whatever. <laughs> oh, nice! <laughs> try Let's... try to get people, yeah, to like look up the most obscure crap ever. So I guess I have some sort of experience in that. Then, <laughs> yeah, that's nice. See, yeah, people were bringing in top notch talent from around the globe. Right. I'm really excited that this is going to be the first one, though. This is going to be a good one. The Dubs, um, probably the top team in the league at the at this stage right now um they're going through what 11 game uh in streak uh win streak right now which uh pretty damn impressive and in this in the loaded west conference they're looking like one of the front runners along with the grizzlies and i think this is going to be a really good matchup the bulls normally play to the level of their opponents uh, even the good ones like the Mavs and the Clips, and we tend to do pretty damn good in the ones where we play to the level of the good opponents, you know? Yeah! Um, really, yeah. I, I just... This is one of those games where the Bulls look actually outmatched on paper just from a statistical standpoint. Um, as far as actual lineups go, they match up pretty well. Uh, obviously, you've got Rose, Butler, Dunleavy, Gasol, Noah... And, of course, the Splash Brothers, uh, Curry and Thompson, Harrison Barnes starting instead of Andre Iguodala. That's uh, kind of interesting. Draymond yeah. Green, 
He's a power forward now. He's and Andrew good, Bogut. Though. Yeah, Green's doing real well this year. Like, he normally doesn't do shit. Now he's, like, almost a double-double guy. Um, doing yeah, pretty long, well. Along with Spates, too, coming off the bench for Bogut. Uh, they're looking pretty decent in their front court. Uh, I know the Bulls, though, we are pretty stacked in our front court. Uh, Joakim Noah uh kind of got hurt not really hurt but uh went down early in the hornets so when i saw him that it looks like he's going to be starting i was a little concerned because i'm like maybe we should start lightening the load for joe and giving uh minutes to my man miritich well i think that'll you know we'll see noah and gasol start to get less minutes hopefully now that gibson's coming back and uh Marotic has actually been doing well with the minutes he's getting, so we should see that nice four-man balance. Um, yeah, well, I'm re- wasn't I'm really there? Ha- oh, go ahead. Sorry, go ahead. No, you. Uh, I was gonna say, wasn't wasn't there like a Thibodeau quote where he was saying like, yeah, you know, Gibson's gonna be coming back, but Marotic is still gonna have like a spot in the lineup. I mean, I'm kind of saying he's gonna have it. a good role, a, a good, good role. role, a damn fine role, damn fine role. But it's like. The last time we rested Joe, we started Cameron Bearstow, which I thought was just so odd. Um, can can Pow not play center, or or do we would were we just trying new things that game? I guess we were just trying. It's strange to me that a second round draft pick played it all in Tibbs' system. So right? I don't know. Uh, I don't think we'll see much of Barristow today, uh, especially since uh, injuries, which I forgot about. David Lee, he's still out with a uh, hamstring. Green is day-to-day, but he'll probably play. Gibson and McDermott are questionable. I think they're going to play. That's those. Anyway, what were you saying? <laughs> I feel out of game to say those. I, I feel like Taj is still completely up in the air, though. They, I don't know if they've been completely um, transparent on it. Is uh, on his injury. Um, they say that he's going to be co- he's questionable today. I think, uh, if not probable. Um, I mean, I'd like him to play, but I'd also like some minutes for uh, Miro the hero, Nicola Tricola. I think he, I think he's the real deal. You know. Yeah, I think you know over these like last couple games that he's been playing like quality minutes. He's definitely proven to be really good. He had that one game where he had his career in blocks and. You know, the other day he had like a double double. So I don't know. Like he's definitely started performing up to what people were expecting. I think out of him. Yeah, I mean, people are already throwing out you know potential rookie of the year, which who knows, uh, might be. I don't yeah. over exaggeration, but hey, I'll 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 buy onto the hype train. I mean, he's he's good enough. He's that caliber of player, but he doesn't get the minutes, and he's the fourth guy in his rotation. You just. You don't really win Rookie of the Year doing that, but he definitely has. Did you see him play for Real Madrid, though? Because he was amazing in Spain, and that league is no joke. I saw nothing of him in Spain. I knew nothing when he came over, and I'm very happy about what's happening. I saw, I think, two games of him playing for Real Madrid, and he looked really good, but I don't know if I can base just on two games or whatever. Didn't they lose their championship game or something? Like, And then people were thinking that was kind of the reason why he came over. Yeah, well, I mean, he won three MVPs in a row. He was the LeBron of that league if LeBron was, like, your NBA 2K, my career player, just completely dominating. It was not even funny how much that guy was dominating the league. So I was so stoked when um, he came on over. And I think a couple of years ago is when we uh, officially drafted him. 
And I remember the Pile Gasol, that was why I was so skeptical about the Pile Gasol signing, because I'm like, Miritich, I know uh, Tibbs ain't going to be playing rookies, but Miritich would be a great backup for Taj. Now I don't know if he's a third stringer or, or whatever. You know, at the beginning of the season, I, I had no idea. Now it seems like Miritich is the full-on, you know, second unit, unit power forward. I think he can play small forward, too. And um, I, I just really want to see more minutes for Miritich. You can yeah. tell that since he's, like, started getting minutes, he's, like, I mean, since the beginning of the season, I guess, that he's actually learned, like, the Tibbs system really, really well. Like, early on, you'd see him get like, stupid fouls, which he admittedly still does get really stupid fouls sometimes. But, like, on defensive sessions, he'll, like, actively, like, switch on to the right guy and stuff like that. And he doesn't look lost out there, really, which is good. Well, yeah, I think that's kind of a product of him being a... Uh... This is, I don't know if this is accurate, but I'd say Miritich is probably the best coached player in the league right now. He's got Tibbs being Thibodeau, making everyone better, and then he's got Pau Gasol mentoring him. He's got Joakim Noah, who just, you know, he radiates energy. And it's clear that he's learning just a ton from Pau Gasol. I don't, maybe it's just me who's been kind of noticing those two are kind of always close to one another when they can be. So I think that's only going to benefit Nikola going forward. Um, yeah, but- and I think I think the team loves Nikola too. I think there was an article recently where Powell uh, mentioned that when he first met Nikola, it was uh, at the car drive to the the media press conference uh, where they showed off their new jerseys and whatnot. And, and Nikola just had a million questions for Powell and was super stoked when he learned that Powell was going to be his mentor. Oh yeah, I mean, why wouldn't you be? Pau was he's got to be a huge deal in Spain. Um, but that's not oh, really yeah. important right now. Uh, as for this matchup, I think with Miritich though, he may actually struggle today just because. Oh yeah. Uh, Draymond Green is. I really think of him more as a small forward. He's quick. He's athletic, and he's strong. Uh, then Andrew Bogut is just massive. Spates is another just bull down low. Not like a Chicago bull that you get the idea. Um, I, these are just the kind of guys that Miritich has had trouble matching up with bigger guys, and I don't. I'm not necessarily certain that his size and his kind of quickness will be enough to beat those guys one on one. So I think we'll have to see a big game from Powell and Noah, and uh, hopefully Gibson, because our front court is really what's going to have to set us apart against this team. It's pretty clear that we won't be able to. We won't be able just to straight up shut down the back court. I don't think that's possible. But, um, you know, I think Jimmy Butler will be fine on Clay Thompson, assuming oh, yeah. who he's going to be on, right? But I think the the matchup that I have is being the biggest one in the game is going to be Derrick Rose and Steph Curry. I mean, uh, you know, Steph Curry, who he's already in the conversation. People are saying that he could potentially be the MVP, he's putting up really good numbers so far this season. So, he's, you know, he's a know. god among men right now. He's got like. I think it's 23 points a game, 8 assists, and something close to 2 steals. So he's kind of doing it all, offense and yeah. defense. And uh, he doesn't miss all that often. Is, 41% uh, from 3-point range. Yeah, that's you know not even fucking fair for a point guard. 40, um, <laughs> 49% field goal percentage. Yeah, yeah. Like he's it's, a point he's guard. Good. Point guards don't do that. <laughs> Yeah, I mean that that is a very important matchup, the Curry and Rose, because um, you know they're, they're kind of considered the point guards of the um, of the top teams in each of their conferences. And Derrick Rose, uh, you know, 
we won't talk too much about all the the crap that Derrick Rose has gotten from the media. He should give shit. his salary back. Exactly. He should give his salary back. Um, so uh, this one's going to be good because if Derrick Rose manages to shut down Steph Curry, that's going to be like a really good uh, slap in the face back to critics saying like, hey, no, I still got it. Remember how good I am defensively? I'm being coached by Tom motherfucking Tibbs. I'm Derrick Rose. I just shut down Steph Curry. Let's move on. But however, yeah, however, don't be surprised if Derrick, you know, is a little quiet tonight. Yeah, don't be surprised. Yeah, don't be surprised. And uh, and focuses more on uh, the the team effort, uh, just distributing the ball. Not not in as many threes has been uh, taken recently, which I don't mind. I don't mind the threes. I think they've been maybe a little poorly chosen, but I don't mind that he's been taking all the threes. You know, the the bank three. We'll say you know we don't have to say anything about that. That was crazy as hell, but. I, I just think he's going to be distributing the ball a lot this game. Yeah, uh, I think he'll just kind of have to, mainly because of how matchups are, and I think he will be kind of winded the way Golden State likes to run Curry off of every fucking screen they possibly can. Yeah, like, they've true. got that, like, swinging gate play, where, or it's like elevator doors or something. I don't know what they call it. I'm not yeah, in the Golden State. Yeah, Where he just runs out of the lane and two guys just kind of close up the area behind him and since he's faster than everybody at this point well he's not necessarily faster he's just quick and he's deceptive but he just gets a wide open three which 40 percent three-point shooter he's usually gonna make and yeah. i don't know if Derek will be up to the task of chasing him around uh maybe we'll see a lot of kirk heinrich uh i would know. love <laughs> oh, we'll I, would, see. I would love to be in the video room with tibbs like going over footage of any Golden State game, just to see what he'd be saying to Rose on like playing defense on Curry. I think it'd be hilarious. It would be yeah. almost terrifying. I feel, but uh, big thing about Rose though, he's actually played six games in a row now after playing like five of twelve or something like that. So that's a big deal. Yeah, <laughs> no, it, it is a big deal though. <laughs> he's healthy, and you know it, it's. That first one, and it's not to say that he won't have injury problems throughout the year. I'm sure there will be little things essentially all year that he's dealing with just because that's the nature of missing two years of basketball. But the fact that he's stringing games together and the fact that he's doing pretty damned well in those games, I think it shows a lot of promise for things to come. I mean, like Dib said, he's just got to play. And uh, right now it seems like his body's ready for it. And that's why it, 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 I feel like I'm kind of I'm kind of going on tangent here. I feel like Joakim Noah is like the opposite of Derrick Rose in that regard. Whereas Derrick Rose is really listening to his body, making sure he doesn't re-injure it. Whereas Joakim Noah, like I wouldn't be surprised if Joakim Noah has a Tony Romo like situation where like he's been playing with a broken rib and just didn't tell anybody. Didn't that <laughs> just, happen at the end of last season? Kind of. It came out like a week did, later. Yeah. Like, oh yeah, uh, he was actually injured for most of the playoffs. Yeah, did, that's why he had the surgery. It's just like, yeah. uh yeah, I was hurt and I told I I I told nobody. My bad. Uh Right? So it's like I really wanted to see Derek play. I want to see I want to see our backcourt cuz Jimmy and Derek 
haven't played that much. That did they, Kyrie and, and LeBron have played more than them. Yeah. And it, it, I just want to see that backcourt play. I don't. I don't even care how good they are at this point. I just want to see them freaking play. And you know, like for the games that you know, when we started all of our starting players, we haven't lost. Right, or, or have you already lost? Or well, I guess Dallas, no, I we think, lost, right? I know Derrick Rose were, were winning record with Derrick Rose. Yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. It's what is it? Six and one now. Like yeah, something like that. Yeah, Dallas game or whatever. Um. Anyway, do you guys want to do your uh, keys to the game? Big uh, big keys. <laughs> Segment time. Uh, Effect. Well, my- I, mean, I, say, my, I think I already kind of said mine, which I think is the matchup between Derrick Rose and Steph Curry. Not necessarily you're going to shut down Steph Curry, but, you know, taking away the three-point game for him and just, you know, being able to stay on him as well as you can. I think that's, that's kind of like what you said, Derrick. Oh, maybe we'll see some Kirk Heinrich. He's a great defensive point guard, so I would imagine, you know, he will come in. He'll hopefully play some good defense on him. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> for me, the biggest thing is winning down low. I think that the Bulls won't be able to win unless Pow and Joe utilize the fact that they're taller than everyone but Andrew Bogan on the floor. Uh, so I think we'll see a big game from Pow. Uh, if not, I I don't see the Bulls having much of a chance. Yeah, I, I think the key is is their front court. Bogut is a beast right now. He's been really showing that oh, maybe that number one draft pick wasn't so uh, boneheaded after all. And, you know, Draymond Green, who is more of a small forward but can snatch up the rebound, Spates, who has been one of the most underrated this season. Uh, And frankly, the Bulls haven't been that great, especially with the offensive rebounds this season. They really need to step it up. And if they don't, I think Warriors are going to walk all over us. So uh, who do you guys think wins? Uh, I hate to say it, but Warriors. Warriors? Any yeah. kind of score range? I mean, uh, I, have, I have a feeling it's going to be a high-scoring game just because of the nature of these two teams. Right. I'm going to say uh, Warriors 107-102. Hmm. Uh, I'm going to be pessimistic as well. I'll say uh, Warriors, let's go. I'm going to think they're holding low at 99-82, but it's going to be a bit of a blowout. Ooh. I, uh... I, for whatever reason, I operate entirely on faith, but I feel like the Bulls are going to win. It's going to be really, really, really close, but I think it's going to be a lot of points, and I just think that because of the home court advantage, because it's Yeah, I forgot actually, to mention that. It's actually the, a big game. Oh, yeah. Yeah, the yeah. United Center, uh, the Wa- Warriors haven't won the United Center the last, I think, five times, which, you know, equals like five years because uh, we only play them at the United Center once a year. But I don't know. I thought that might have been an interesting stat. Historically, Steph Curry and Clay Thompson have done horrible in the United Center. Yeah. Um, I, it also kind of goes back to the Bulls playing to the level of the team they're playing. I mean, these last few years, Heat games have always felt like this huge it felt entirely different than every other game and i think this is going to be not necessarily on that level because there's not really the hatred there but i think that you'll see this kind of be one of those oh what could this be is this a finals preview and i think the bulls will kind of rise up to that because they're they're starting to gel together 
I have a feeling people will say that every time we play any decent Western Conference team, though. Oh, well, is this the finals preview? Well, is it? We don't know. That's why they play the games. Um, what else do we have to do? Bowl the game predictions. Who do you guys get? Hmm. Um, I'm going to take the safe pick and go Jimmy Butler. Uh, Jimmy Buckets. So, yeah, Jimmy Buckets. He's been absolutely amazing this season, and it's not a fluke. This is this is him. This is what he's going to be like for the rest of the season. He's going to be an all-star. He's going to be one of the best shooting guards. He's going to be the best defensive shooting guard. All aboard, Jimmy Butler. It's going down. Uh, uh, for me, I'm going Powell. Oh, I'm also going with Powell. Because it's going to be a game where I think, I mean, I think Butler is obviously kind of my number two pick, but I think Powell is going to have a really good game. I think, um, you know, win or lose, I think he's going to put up a pretty pretty good numbers tonight, I imagine. It's going to be a game where the front court is going to be what's going to win it for the Bulls. Yeah, I think they'll try to find a lot of mismatches with Powell down low, like I was saying with the size and... I mean, Bogut's good, but he's not much of a leaper, so I feel like Powell's hook shot will have kind of a little bit of an advantage. Uh, and Draymond Green isn't horribly tall, so Powell, I just think he'll be able to dance around in the post the way we like him to. Um, and I guess that's a podcast, so... Yeah, that's nice. Yeah. Uh, follow us on Twitter, at Bulls Free Cheese. Check us out on iTunes. Give us ratings, reviews, all that shit. It makes us feel good about ourselves. Uh, don't think this is sponsored by Audible yet, or at all, really. Uh, the other one is, though, so, you know, whatever. Uh, Stitcher, Pocket Casts, what else are we on? ChicagoBulls.reddit.com. That is where we take all of our comments and all of our uh, feedback and hatred. Um, find us on MySpace, I suppose, or Ugh. Vimeo, wherever <laughs> we might live. Zanga. Zanga. Fucking GeoCities. Yeah, we have an Angel Fire page also. Yeah. Uh, search for us yeah. on Dogpile. Uh, what else do we need to do? Really nothing. Um, so, you guys um, want to... We might oh. want to mention, uh, are we going to be twitching this game today? I don't know if twitching. anybody's listening. Twitching. You guys twitching? Um, if, if I can, I'll be twitching it. But if not... Uh... I don't know. I don't know if it's going to happen. I would like for it to, though. I'll do my yeah, best. I think that's a good me. idea. It's illegal as hell, but hey, <laughs> it's fun. <laughs> yeah, like, I, I mean, the, I like the scare we, we got be. last. I like the the scare we had last game where, like, the stream just died. Dead. The, like, message popped up that said, um, like, this was shut down by an outside, like, provider. And I was like, oh, boy. Oh, no. Oh, no. <laughs> it's a fed. So, uh, you can probably find out on the subreddit if we're doing that. Uh, otherwise, yeah. we'll, uh, We'll see you next time. Drive home safely, Internet. Beep, beep.